It's a Friday and you know what that means. Another CEO doing great things on the continent will be telling us their story. In this episode of Meet the CEO, we talk about everything from technology to aerospace engineering with Paul Bukundo. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial and you can find me at Ruth Adong. He describes himself as a creative, innovative, flexible entrepreneur, engineer, and manager. Meet the CEO and rocket scientist, Paul Rukundo. My name is uh, Paul Charles Rukundo. I'm an aerospace engineer, uh, trained from the the UK. Uh, I'm CEO of uh, Smart Business Intelligence and uh, CEO of uh, uh, Kisubi Associated Writers Agency. Uh, one is uh, an edutech company, Tower, and the other is a data analytics and business intelligence company. And uh, yeah, I've got another company called Rupa, and we predominantly focus on uh, on my consultancy works with uh, other companies, foreign mainly in uh, Europe, uh, the US, uh, and yeah. Uh, for for those ones, I I do uh, rocket science, as they might call it. But uh, for those that don't know aerospace, it's to do with the research, design, development, maintenance, and uh, testing the performance of civil and military aircrafts, missiles, satellites, uh, space vehicles, and weapon systems. Rukunda is as multifaceted as they come. He walks us through his work with Rupa Consult, Kawa Uganda, and Smart Business Intelligence. I had a group of teachers of mine from uh, St. Mary's College, Kisubi, where I attended my, uh, my high school. Uh, so these teachers were writing books, and uh, I convinced them to go digital in 2015. And uh, since then, they've, uh, they've uh, developed digital content together with uh, me as a leader, uh, we've managed to uh, sign MOUs with the National Curriculum Development Center, do work with UCC in opening uh, ICT clubs in about 43 schools across the country. And uh, yeah, we're still working uh, in areas of uh, digitalization of schools and, uh, you know, helping the girl child through our ICT uh, services. Uh, with Rupa, uh, some of the projects are classified, but then uh, the others that are in the civil aerospace, uh, they, one of the current projects that I've got has to do with uh, computational fluid dynamics. And yeah, I, uh, for most of those projects, I can't really say uh, much about them because uh, some of that work you know, signed NDS, also the developments that have to be done. With uh, SBI, we transform organizations using uh, digitization and analytics. We've got about 13 years of experience in building data collection and reporting tools for various organizations within the region. And uh, we add tangible value by understanding businesses, building customized solutions to improve those organizations. You know, one of uh, uh, the things that we do for organizations is uh, automate their processes. Uh, 
and we do this in various forms. But uh, I'd like to I'd like to say that uh, our vision, uh, with two of my other partners, uh, Francis of Team and uh, Ivan both, uh, our vision is to contribute to the growth and development of the African economy. The two of those partners of mine have been very instrumental in uh, in uh, making SBI what what it is. Uh, I am CEO of the organization, uh, but uh, my two partners do uh, carry their own weight. They do a great deal of, uh, of this work. Uh, our mission is basically to promote the adoption of uh, digitization and analytics tools and uh, skills for a more competitive African market and uh, for the organizations. The value we try to add to organizations is uh, we do close uh, the visibility and control gaps in organizations using our tools. We do build smart solutions that deliver tangible value well within the client's budget, which is very important in Africa. Yeah. And uh, we provide actionable insights to optimize operations. We do uh, have three branches within our company. Uh, the first is enterprise, the second is SME, and the other is uh, the fintech. He also talks about how his knowledge as an aerospace engineer is being applied in the agriculture sector. I've got friends of mine that, uh, that uh, do the unmanned aerial vehicles, popularly known as uh, the drones. Uh, and this, this technology will help farmers uh, to be able to know their plant health, the, the health of the soils, the, the pests that are attacking uh, uh, their their crops and this 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 can work for you know hundreds of acres it can work for one acre and uh, uh, you know this is testament to the fact that technology is now is now driving the future yeah it's driving agriculture it's driving mapping and surveying and uh, for the drones in particular and uh, for agriculture as uh, in specific. We, we are trying to see that uh, uh, the farmers can get uh, these actionable insights and they can get information very fast and act very fast, which uh, I, I don't know if you can notice, but uh, there is uh, a trend between all the businesses that, and organizations that I'm handling. And, uh, you know, the one common feature is uh, technology. From the aerospace side, it's all tech. From the agricultural side, if you're using drones, that's all technology that is being deployed. If you look at uh, SBI, you know, we're developing, uh, you know, reports, market surveys. We have, uh, all these are automated, by the way, and we use uh, artificial intelligence for all this. Uh, distribution, management softwares, production planning and operation, optimization, sourcing automation and optimization. This is all done by uh, the use of uh, AI, machine learning, and that's all technology. So uh, we we a good example that is actually putting uh, technology uh, to good use. And uh, uh, we, we have real-life examples and uh, applications of these. COVID-19 is regarded as one of the biggest disruptors of our time, 
Korokundo, it provided a space for increased uptake of their services. When, when COVID hit, we had a good number of uh, organizations that came to us and asked us to uh, digitize and automate most of their business processes. Uh, so this, this drove up our business. It was an upside to, to uh, the business that, that we've got. And uh, moving forward, we've, we've had several sign-ups, uh, several sign-ups, uh, the likes from million-dollar uh, organizations to even the smaller facilities. The people we're currently working with that have got chains of pharmacies and uh, we're helping them uh, have uh, total visibility of all the cash flow management, the inventory management on, uh, in almost real time. And uh, so we've seen, we've seen a boom in our, in our business. We've seen growth uh, because, you know, there's so many of these companies that now appreciate uh, digitization. They appreciate the analytics and what it can do for them because uh, they're trying to be more efficient, more productive in uh, the way they uh, conduct business. The future for Rukunda is global domination and disruption with smart business intelligence. With Rupa, I mean, so it's already it's already global. It's already known by the the companies that uh, uh, that I deal with. Uh, but uh, one very interesting one will be SPI. SPI. Uh, we currently we're currently in Uganda, uh, but we're being. Uh, Utilized our services are being utilized by companies from the UK. We've got Balloon Ventures, we've got Excess ML Capital, and uh, uh, we went talk to the likes of uh, Mastercard with Propaco from France. And uh, speaking of France, I was I was there last week and uh, had a very interesting conversation at the summit with a number of entrepreneurs. Uh, who really showed uh, uh, the need for SBI to actually get into their markets and uh, and uh, give them the change that uh, that they need, make them more productive, give them real time insights into their companies, help them with uh, you know the the data analytics and uh, production planning and uh, operations optimization and. All these solutions that we're creating. So we've seen uh, a huge need and a huge gap across Africa. Talk to friends from Burkina Faso, from Gabon, South Africa, Egypt, and uh, you know we, we're convinced that uh, we we're ready to to go uh, global. We'll start with uh, Africa, but we do we do intend to to go into Europe and uh, be disruptors there as well. And uh, we have seen companies that, uh, we have seen these companies that are doing similar to similar services and providing similar products to the ones that we are providing. And uh, some of these companies have managed to raise uh, 100 million euros in, you know, the, some of the latest funding that, that they've had. So, it gives us the confidence that we're doing the right things. We're developing the right tools uh, in order to, to go global. And uh, speaking of the global perspective as well, 
we we've won the uh, Microsoft Innovation Award. We've won a Bill and uh, Melinda Gates Innovation Award and grant. We've won a PSFU Award here. We participated in uh, hackathons across Africa. Uh, we and within the region as well, where we have really performed, uh, really excelled. So we we do have the confidence that uh, we can uh, we can become a unicorn. We can become uh, a huge African tech firm. That was Paul Rukundo, CEO at Smart Business Intelligence, Kawa Uganda, and Rupa Consult. A quick review of our other stories making it into the podcast. Demand for Ugandan coffee in Italy, where espresso lovers abound, has helped increase exports of the beans to the highest in at least 30 years. In August, Uganda overtook Vietnam to become the second largest supplier of coffee to Italy for the first time this year behind Brazil. According to Bloomberg, total shipments jumped 21% to 6.5 million 60 kilogram bags in the year through September. Uganda's highest in three decades, about a third of that going to Italy. With Brazil and Vietnam having had trouble exporting amidst shipping disruptions, European buyers increased uptake from growers including Uganda and India. Uganda is Africa's biggest coffee exporter and the continent's second largest producer of beans after Ethiopia. France launched a new flight that will see passengers travel direct from the French capital, Paris, to Tanzania's archipelago, Zanzibar. The launch was officiated by the French Minister for Foreign Trade and Economic Attractiveness, Frank Reister, when he landed in Zanzibar with a direct flight from Paris, the first in close to 50 years. French tourists are among the leading travelers who visit Tanzania. Currently, an average of 7,000 tourists from France arrive in Tanzania each month, with the number set to rise with the inauguration of the Paris-Zanzibar direct flight. This move is a boost to Tanzania's tourism sector, which has taken a hit following the global COVID-19 pandemic. Zanzibar, which relies on tourism to run its economy, was the hardest hit as global travel restrictions saw a limited number of tourists visiting the island. China Evergrande has secured an extension on a defaulted bond, financial provider Red reported, offering a rare respite to the developer a day after a deal to sell $2.6 billion stake in its property services unit failed. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial and if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at Withadong.